Well, hello there, my friend Jonathan Doyle with you here. Welcome aboard to the Catholic Teacher Pretty Much Daily Podcast. It is good to have you here. Karen was telling me yesterday, uh, I do another podcast on personal development and peak performance, and one of my son's young friends has been listening to this podcast, and uh, I missed a week or so with a heap of travel, and uh, he's pretty young, and he said to, to my wife Karen, he said, I've been listening to Jonathan's Daily Podcast, but then he stopped for a week. It just stopped. He's going, how can it be a daily podcast if it isn't daily? So friends, I'm back on the horse. I'm doing my very best. I got a uh, you know a fascinating life at the moment, back traveling, really looking forward to a whole bunch of speaking in the USA this year. Uh, looking forward to getting to all parts of the country. I think yesterday we, we sorted out a visit to uh, to back to Texas and to... I think we're going to Missouri, so uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Now, let's get down to business. I want to share with you something that I shared with teachers in Tasmania on Monday. It's a quote from one of the absolute giants of our beautiful Catholic faith, St. Teresa of Avila, one of the giants. It always strikes me how the church is criticized in so many ways, and one of the standard criticisms, of course, is how the church is anti-woman, and we forget just how many absolutely incredible women have had such a profound impact on the church herself. I remember uh, Pope Benedict wrote a beautiful book called Mary, the Church at the Source. And what struck me about that book was the first line. The very first line of that book began with these words. He said, the church begins with Mary. I just love that. I'd never thought of it. You know, it's not something we tend to automatically think about and remember, but the church herself begins with a woman. The Church of Christ was established with its very first disciple was Mary herself. And then we go throughout history and some of the personal favorites here in our family. Joan of Arc has a big place. My eldest daughter is a huge Joan of Arc fan. She has a Joan of Arc t-shirt. Um, I remember my father had a great love for Therese of Lisieux, and there's just so many amazing women that have just been so central to the organic growth of the church throughout the century. So this quote today is from Teresa of Avalon. I'll give you some context first. I share this quote with teachers in live seminars after we've discussed some of the many challenges that Catholic education is facing around the world. You know, one of those main challenges is liquid modernity is a post-secular world where we basically, where, where faith, where transcendence are... Beyond, I mean, I wouldn't even say be under attack. It's beyond that now. It's kind of a consignment to irrelevance that the great spiritual realities of existence itself are not even considered worthy of uh, discussion. So this liquid modernity, this secularism, the transhumanism stuff that's happening, so many challenges, right? And we've got uh, the complexity of the teaching vocation itself, the demands, the burnout, students' pastoral needs, mental health and well-being, so much going on, right? And you're listening to me now going, Jonathan, we, we listened to you for a bit of encouragement. This is not helping. <laughs> but we've got we to gotta name it first. But this is this beautiful quote. Let me read it to you. St. Teresa of Avila. In response, we can use this in response to all that we're facing. She says, drumroll please, it is in the times of greatest aridity and disenchantment that God's true lovers are born. It is in the times of greatest aridity and disenchantment that God's true lovers are born. So, 
Aridity, of course, you would understand comes from that word arid, as in arid desert. So she's saying that it's in the times of the greatest dryness and disenchantment. So, you know, disenchantment actually refers to the almost the loss of the divine, of the enchantment of the transcendentals, of, of, of truth, beauty, and goodness. So she's pointing to a time when it's dry, when there's a sense of the absence of the spiritual. She says it is in those times of dryness and disenchantment the God's true lovers are born. Why? Because it's a little bit like the disciples on Holy Thursday. It's like when things are difficult, many people leave. And I don't want to say, like when I say abandon the Lord, I don't mean that unfairly or critically, but it's understandable that under the pressures and demands of modern life and education, many people can really struggle to, to find God in that and to press forward. So here's my message for you today. Things are tough, right? Like this, the great beauty of the education vocation. There's so many good things that happen each day, but the the macro picture, the overarching shape of education in secular postmodernity is challenging. So I want you to understand today that we have faced with an invitation and an opportunity in these moments of difficulty and trial. We can abandon the Lord, or we can realize that God's true lovers are born. I've had a few moments like this in my life when things have been really difficult and I've sensed at some of the most difficult times that it was a time to press in to my faith. It was a time to press in to my strong belief that even if I couldn't sense God, that he was there, that he was present, and my job was to be faithful. So, my friends, be of good cheer, be of good hope. When it's tough, it's the invitation to become a true lover, the one who sticks by the Lord in the tough times, you know, and this is what our young people need of us. They need shining, resonant examples of men and women of faith who are going to show them the path of discipleship when things are difficult. So one more time, it is in the time of greatest aridity and disenchantment that God's true lovers are born. You've got this. God's got you. You are in exactly the right place. You're where you're meant to be. And uh, that's all I wanted to share with you today. So please make sure you've subscribed. I would love it if you could share this short episode with people on your social feeds. It makes a huge difference. And wherever you're listening to this, there'll be a bunch of links where you can book me to come and speak. So uh, that's it for me today. God bless you, everybody. This has been Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. And I'm going to talk with you again tomorrow.